Hi students, today we're going to start with the first chapter of the book Anna Green Gables. First, Anna's Confession. Matthew and Marilla Colbert are brother and sister. They live together in Green Gables on Prince Edward Island, Canada, in a little town called Avonlea. Last year they decided they wanted to adopt a boy from an orphanage. They helped them on their farm, but instead of a boy, Anna Shirley, an 11-year-old orphan girl, arrived at Avonlea Station. Matthew and Marilla's son began to like Anna's strange way and affectionate car character, so they decided to keep her. Over the following year, Anna became best friends with a girl called Diana Barry, but then sworn enemy with a boy called Gilbert Bright. Here we met up with Anna again for more adventures as she grows up. Anna saw a flashing light from the bedroom window and she ran down to the kitchen to spoke to Marilla. Can I visit Diana? Anna asked. Diana and I have invented a code. We put a light in the window. Then we make flashes by passing paper in front of it. Five flashes means that something is very important. Okay, Marilla agreed but be back in 10 minutes. 10 minutes later, Anna rushed back into the kitchen. Marilla, Anna said quickly, tomorrow is Diana's birthday. She invited me to a concert and then for a sleepover at her house tomorrow night. Marilla, please let me go, says Anne. No, I don't agree with little girls going to concerts, but it's for a special reason. It's Diana's birthday. Her birthday only happens once a year. Please, can I go, Marilla? Says Anne. No, now go to bed. It's past eight. Anna went slowly and sadly up to bed. The next day, however, Matthew persuades Marilla to change her mind. Anna could go to the first concert. It was great. Anna enjoyed everything at the concert until Gilbert Bright recited a poem. Gilbert was her enemy. Last year, he called her carrots in front of the whole school, and she still hated him. The house was dark when Anna and Diana go to the Barry's house for the sleepover. The girls were sleeping in the spare room near the living room. Let's run and see who gets to the bed first, says Anne. The girls quickly go change into their night clothes, then they run and jump on the bed in the spare room. Suddenly, someone moved and spoke in the bed. Help, a boss says. Anna and Diana jump off the bed. They ran upstairs as fast as they could. Anna was very afraid. What was that thing in the bed? she asked. It was Aunt Josephine, says Diana, laughing. She, sorry, her father, Aunt, she's very old, about 70. I didn't know she was sleeping in that bed. She will be frightened and angry, but it was so funny, says Diana, still laughing. The next day, when Anna went to visit Marilla's girl, good friend, Mr. Rachel Lines, she knew about Aunt Josephine too. Mrs. Rachel always knew everything about everyone in Avonlea.
you and Diana frightened Aunt Josephine last night when you jumped on her bed. She's very angry now, says Mr. Mrs. Rachel. Oh, it was my idea to run and jump in the bed, no Diana's, says Anne. Well, old Aunt Josephine now wants to go home. She promised to pay for a music lesson for Diana, but she doesn't want to now. The parties are very upset, says Mrs. Rachel. Anna went immediately to Diana's house. Was your Aunt Josephine very angry? asked Anne. Yes, she says she wants to go home, said Diana. Well, I'm going to tell her it was my fault, says Anne. And don't, says Diana. She's really angry. Mrs. Josephine Barry was kinting by the fire. She looked angry. Anna was frightened. Who are you? says Aunt Josephine. I'm Anna of Green Gables, and I want to confess, says Anne. Confess what? says Aunt Josephine. It was my fault last night. You can't punish Diana. Oh, can't I? Diana jumped too. It was very disrespectful to jump on an old lady on her bed, says Aunt Josephine. But we were only playing. We didn't know you were in the bed. We have apologized. Please forgive Diana. Let her have music lessons. Be angry with me, not Diana. Aunt Josephine smiled. That's not a good, a good excuse. I was frightened. I'm sure you were frightened. I don't know, but I can imagine. Do you have any imagination, Aunt Josephine? Think of Diana and me. Can you imagine our situation? We didn't know there was a person in the bed in the spare room. We thought the bed was empty when we jumped. So you can imagine we were frightened when we heard your voice. We ran on all the way upstairs and didn't sleep all night. Then Aunt Josephine laughed. Laughing was something Aunt Josephine did not do very often. Well, Aunt Josephine said, I imagine you were frightened too. So, will you forgive me, Diana? Will you stay in Avonlea now? asked Anne. Yes, I think I will. But you must come and talk to me sometimes, says Aunt Josephine. Aunt Josephine unpacked her bags and stayed in Avonlea for a month. Annie visited her often and they, came, they became good friends. Hi, dear students. So we are going to continue with the reading and with this podcast of Anna of Green Gables with Anna Grows Up by Lucy Montgomery. Let's start. Two, a strange cake. Avonella had a new mister and a new Sunday school teacher, Mr. and Mr. Allen. They were a young couple full of enthusiasm and good intentions, and everyone and Avonella liked them. Anna wanted Mr. Allen to be her friend. Mrs. Allen is lovely. She's a great teacher. She has a lovely smile. I wish I had a lovely smile, Marilla, said Anne. Mr. and Mrs. Allen have been everywhere for tea. He must, must invite them for tea, too. We can invite them on Wednesday, said Marilla. Marilla, can I make a cake for Mrs. Allen? 
Yes, you can, said Marilla. Monday and Tuesday were busy days at Green Gables. Marilla and Anne prepared lots of different food for the Allen's visit. They wanted the tea to be perfect. Anna was very excited. On Wednesday morning, Anna go up early to make the cake for Mrs. Allen. She had a cold and did not feel very well, but she felt better after the cake went in the oven. Then, Anne helped prepare the table for the tea. The Allens arrived and everything went well. They all ate the different food and drank, drank their tea. Matthew talked to the minister, but he was too shy to talk to Mrs. Allen. Matthew was often shy talking to women. Then it was time for Anne's cake. No, no, thank you, says Mr. Allen. I'm very full. Mrs. Allen, Anne made this special cake for you, said Marilla. Then I will have a small piece, said Mr. Allen. Mr. Allen ate silently. Her face looked very strange. Then Marilla ate a piece. It's horrible, Mr. Allen. Don't eat it. Anna taste it. What did you see? Use? What did you use? Asked Marilla. Only vanilla, said Ma Anne. She tastes her cake. Her face become red. Go and get the vanilla, says Marilla. Anne returned with the bottle, then was brown li liquid in it. The label said, best vanilla. Marilla smelled it. Oh, Anne, last week I broke the medicine bottle on... And so I put the medicine in this old vanilla bottle. I didn't tell you so. It was my mistake. But why did you smell it? I had such a bad cold. It was impossible to smell, says Anne. And she turned and ran to the room. Anna was crying on her bed when she heard some walk into the room. Marilla, Mrs. Aaron will think I put potion. In the cake, but the medicine is in potion. Please tell Mr. Mr. Allen, says Anna. You can tell her now, says a happy voice. Anne turning and saw Mr. Allen smiling by her bed. Don't cry, dear little girl. It's a mistake and everybody can make mistakes, says Mr. Allen. I wanted to make a special cake for you, Mr. Allen, said Anne. Yes, I know. Now stop crying and show me your flower garden says Mr. Allen. Anna and Mr. Allen went down to the garden together. Anna tried the best for great about the cake. They had a lovely time and Anna found a new friend in the smiling Mrs. Allen. Marilla, says Anne, when they were alone again, isn't it nice thinking about tomorrow? It will be a new day with no mistakes in it. Yes, but I know you will make some more mistakes tomorrow, said Marilla. But I never make the same mistake twice, Anna said Anne. Yes, because you always make new mistakes, said Marilla. There must be a limit to the mistakes one person can make, said Anne. 3. Anna's new dress. Matthew was watching Anne and her friends. Anna was different from the other girls, but he didn't know why. He was worried. Anna isn't dressed like the other girls. That's it. He told he decided that Anna needed a pretty dress. It was almost Christmas, and a new dress was a perfect present. 
The next day, Matthew went to buy a dress for Anne. The shop assistant was a very pretty young woman. Suddenly, Matthew became very nervous and shy. What can I do for you, Mr. Colbert? asked the woman. Do, do you have you any, any, any garden rakes? says Matthew. Yes, says the woman, surprised. I will go to get you one. When the woman came back, Matthew tried again, but this time he asked for brown, brown, brown sugar. The woman gave him sugar, but he began to think that Matthew was crazy. Matthew went home with a rake and lots of brown sugar, but no dress for Anne. The next day, Matthew asked Mrs. Rachel to help him. Of course, I will help you. I will buy the material and I will make it tomorrow. I know exactly what to make, said Mr. Light Rachel. Can you make the sleeves the new way? Asked Matthew. Puffy sleeves, said Mr. Rachel. Yes, I can. Marilla knew that Matthew was planning something. Then, when Mr. Rachel arrived with the dress on Christmas Eve, she understood. Matthew, this will make Anna very vain, said Marilla. She will be happy, but I think those lives are stupid. On Christmas morning, Matthew gave Anna the dress. Anna was silent. It was the most beautiful dress. She looked at the color, the ribbons, and the sleeves. Anne, this is a Christmas present for you. Don't you like it? said Matthew. Anna's eyes were full of tears. Like it? Matthew, it's perfect. Look at those sleeves. I think I am dreaming, says Anne. You didn't need it, need it, but you must take care of it. Here, a ribbon for your hair, too. Now eat your breakfast, said Marilla. I can't eat breakfast. Breakfast is too boring. Look at that dress. I'm so glad that Puffy's lips are still in fashion. I must be a very good girl. I really will try hard now. After breakfast, Diana arrived. Merry Christmas, Diana. I have something amazing to show you. Matthew has given me the loveliest dress with puffy sleeves, said Anne. I've got something more for you. It's from Aunt Josephine, says Diana. Anne opened the present. She read the card for the Anna's Anne girl. Merry Christmas. There was a pair of very beautiful leather shoes. Diana, I think I am dreaming, said Anne. Now you won't have to borrow shoes from the school corner tonight, says Diana. The school concert that evening was a success. The little hall was crowded. Everyone was very good, but Anna was the star for the show. Later, when Anna and Diana were walking home, Anna said, I was so nervous, Diana. I felt like a million eyes were looking at me. I didn't think I could begin. Then I told of my lovely puffy sleeves and felt brave. I saw someone crying when I finished it. I will remember that, says Anne. Gilbert Bright was amazing. Aren't you aren't kind to him, Anne? So I saw Gilbert take a rose that fell from your hair. He put it on his pocket. You are so romantic. You must be pleased about that, said Diana. I do not talk or think about that person ever, says Anne. That night, Marilla and Matthew sat talking after Anne went to bed. They were at the concert too. I think our 
and did very well, said Matthew. Yes, she did, and she looked good too. I was proud of Anne tonight. However, I'm not going to tell her, said Marilla. I was proud of her, and I told her before she went to bed. We must think about her future, Marilla. I think she will need more than a vanilla school soon, said Matthew. There is time to think about that. She's only thirteen in March. She's intelligent, and we can send her to Queen's Academy in Charleston, maybe in a year or two. Well, we can think about it, Marilla, said Matthew.